Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I am Matt. I'm Ashley. We're joined today by our friend Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. Um, we're going to talk about the new Fast and Furious movie called F9, The Fast Saga. And we're just going to hand it over to Ryan because <laughs> he's seen all of them, all the, the, the movies in this uh, in the series. And this is our first one we've watched. So, Ryan, why don't you tell us... Uh, about the Fast and the Furious series. <laughs> so, um, believe it or not, this is a 20-year-old franchise, um, which is pretty crazy to think about. Uh, it started back in 2000 and, or 2001. Um, started out just as like a uh, street racing type style uh, movie. Um, wasn't too much there as long as, you know, just kind of... Um, uh, driving on the tracks and um, doing kind of underground street street, uh, street racing with Vin Diesel and um, uh, Paul Walker. Um, they decided to do a soft reboot kind of uh, after the third one with um, number four, which came out in 2009, which kind of changed up some things. Um, they kind of, the, the timeline with the Fast and Furious movies is kind of all over the place because with, Number four decided to go back in time and is in between the third movie, which then they then continued that timeline from there. Number five kind of changed up uh, their their street racing formula and went to more um, a uh, crime heist film. And they got a little bit more like spy as the movies progressed and um, just different things like that. Um, they added to it. Um, Fast and Furious movie is always about family. That's a big thing with Vin Diesel, which also has now become a fun meme on Twitter. Um, so this movie, if people are staying up with the series, um, Dom Toretto, who is Vin Diesel's character, is kind of living life quietly with uh, Letty, who is played by Michelle Rodriguez, and his son. And uh, they basically get called back into action when they find out that his long lost brother is um, out and about who's played by John Cena who's um, uh, basically doing uh, kind of end of the world circumstances and they have to stop him um, that's kind of the Fast and Furious movies in a nutshell lots of over the top action stunts um, and they just keep kind of adding more and more to the films, I'm probably uh, butchering it the best, but <laughs> there's there's a lot that they've done and they've changed and moved around with these movies. Um, it's just kind of crazy how they started out as uh, street racing movies and then they added more um, like a heist formula to it and then they added like spy formula to it and then um, just all kinds of uh, silly stunts, uh, tons of characters in it. Um, a lot of actors have come and go and have stayed around. Um, big name of Paul Walker, who um, sadly passed away. Um, and the seventh movie was kind of a tribute to a uh, goodbye to his character. So um, personally, that's my favorite uh, because they did a good job um, kind of giving a nice tribute to him and his character. Um, but yeah, they just kind of just kind of keep going with the series. <laughs> Well, somehow I managed to avoid all the Fast and Furious movies the last 20 years. Um, so F9 was my first uh, 
first experience with this franchise. For, for better or worse, I don't, I don't know how this compares against all the other ones. Um, but for me, um, you know, what I said when we came out of the theater was that I, I was never bored. Um, you know, it's full of action, and some of that action was entertaining. Um, but overall, it, it just wasn't a really good movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, the action, there was lots of action, but, I mean, it's not on the level of, like, a, a Marvel film or a Mission Impossible film in regards to, like, the thrills that I felt and the engagement that I had in the action. Um, and also something else that it lacked compared to those movies is plot. I just felt like the plot here was pretty ridiculous. Um, and <laughs> Well, to be fair, the, the Marvel movies are... Are somewhat yeah, ridiculous too. yeah, but you know, in in their universe, they make some sense and are and are <laughs> that's true and are interesting. Um, and I really expected there, I, you know, I didn't really know what to go what to expect going into this, but I thought it would be funnier. I thought there would be more humor, and and there was, I could tell that there were attempts at humor. There were lines that were supposed to be funny, but they didn't really land for me, or not frequently enough. Um, so yeah. And I and I wonder too, because there's some kind of melodrama between some of the characters that, that I found kind of laughable. And I didn't know if if I had been engaged with the series up until you know one through eight, if 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 I would have felt more or appreciated some of the kind of you know drama between characters more. But at the same time, I feel like a movie should kind of stand on its own. And for me, a lot of those scenes were kind of laughable. Well, <clears throat> I'm sort of grading on a curve with this one. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, so it's not it's not the movie's fault that I haven't seen the previous eight films in, right. in, in the entry. So, and, and on on the one hand, you know, I think yes, you can say objectively a movie should stand on its own. Except when you're nine episodes into a film series. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm actually going to take the hit on myself for the fact that, oh, I may not understand all the interplay between mm-hmm. the characters mm-hmm. or I may not know all the backstory. That's kind of on me um, when you're nine, nine episodes in. Uh, so I, I give it, a, I give, I cut it some slack uh, for that. Um, it was pretty hokey. I mean, some of the, the, you know, some of the John Cena's dialogue in particular is just really hokey. <laughs> I know it was probably meant to be. Um, but what I did find, so it's interesting. I had a similar experience to this as I did when I watched Mortal Kombat a few months ago. Although I like Mortal Kombat a lot more. Um, but in the first like 15 or 20 minutes of Mortal Kombat, I was like, I don't know what's happening. Things are just, things are just happening in this movie. I don't know. And then I kind of got my bearings and I understood it. Same with this movie. Sure. In the first 15 minutes or so, I'm like, I don't know, stuff's just happening. Um, <laughs> and then, I don't know, I kind of got my bearings, and the plot moves like lightning fast. Um, and it is ridiculous, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, objectively, it's not really a great movie. But I think for what it sets out to do, and what it is, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's fine. Um I would, you know, like you said earlier, I was never bored. And in fact, you know, I, I, I'm the kind of person, you know, I, I usually drink like water or soda when I'm at the movies. <laughs> and so at some point, 
I, I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> uh, and this was a movie where I really had to pick my moment because every, I was afraid I was going to miss something, uh, even for like, you know, three minutes or whatever. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, when I have that kind of a reaction where I'm like, okay, I don't want to miss a scene, I have to grudgingly admit <laughs> maybe this movie was, you know, a little better than I wanted to give it credit for. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you, Ryan? How, so, Ryan, you've seen all the other eight movies. Yeah. Uh, how, what do you think of this one? Um, so, I would say this is probably mid-tier of the franchise. It's definitely not the worst Fast and Furious movie. It's definitely not the best. Um, the, the, the two best that I, I think that they've made is five and seven fast five, because they, that's the kind of the break where they left kind of the street racing plot lines behind and then went more towards spy, uh, crime heist thriller, um, which was really cool. Um, as far as an action movie goes, um, the seventh one personally is my favorite because they, they kind of did that as a dedication to the late Paul Walker and his character. Um, and it was just a very well done movie. Um, and that one was actually by James Wand, who did, uh, uh The Conjuring and Aquaman, different movies like that. Uh, Justin Lin is the director of this one, and he's done quite a few of them. Um, I think he's, he's done the most directing out of the series. Um, he's done at least five, I think, something like that. Um, it, it, it I mean, it had everything that I expected it to be. I wasn't really, I went in there with kind of, um, you know, low expectations and came out, you know, satisfied. You know, uh, the action scenes were really well done, very over the top. Um, But I had fun with my family. Um, All my siblings who were in their late teens um, uh, all really enjoyed it, had a good time. So at least they were satisfied. (laughs) And I had fun with them. Interesting enough, and I've seen some comments on this, and I, and I think um, I would agree with this, is uh, so a lot of the earlier Fast and Furious movies really focused on Brian, um, the character who was played by Paul Walker, um, and Dom, who's played by Vin Diesel, was more of a supporting character. Um, and this is the first movie that kind of really tried to make him like front and center. And it was... Um, I'm sure if everything worked with that, I think Vin Diesel does a better job at more as a supporting than more of a lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was just interesting uh, trying to see them kind of make him like the main guy for the franchise. Um, even though he's been a big figure in it, he's kind of always been there, uh, not front and center, just more kind of, they're in the supporting role mm-hmm. in a lot of the movies. So it was interesting to see the fast and furious movies. Like it's kind of like a, um, what, how would you describe it? Uh, they like to kill characters off and then they bring them back. There's a lot of <laughs> going on in the franchise. Um, so that's always, that's always interesting. No one ever really dies. Um, Marvel likes to do that a little bit too. Um, but they kind of um, jump around with the timeline a bit. Um, but, you know, uh, like I said, it, it, it's definitely mid-tier. I, it's, it's definitely not the, the worst. There's some pretty bad Fast and Furious movies, but not the best. Um, I got everything out of it that I 
expected to. And I, I had a good time with my family and um, the action scenes were fun. The plot and uh, gravity and logic went out the window a long time ago <laughs> with the series. So that <laughs> didn't even bother me, you know, they go to space or um, the car, you know, is gets latched onto uh, a wire off a cliff and then lands perfectly on the other side and they have no scratches on themselves. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, there were a few um, gimmicks that I, and I call them gimmicks, that, that I really liked and were maybe overly used. There's a, there's like an electromagnet, um, a huge electromagnet that is in one of the vehicles and then it can pull things to it. And then they, they later utilize that again and again and again in all the different vehicles to to um, pull other cars um, towards their car or other um, anything made of metal. Um, it made for some really interesting um, action sequences, but uh, I felt a little overused by the end. Um, and I, you mentioned Vin Diesel. <clears throat> you know, I'll always love Vin Diesel because he was uh, the Iron Giant. Um, <laughs> but I don't think he's really a leading man. Um, he, he he did not really engage me in this movie. And there were times when he was trying to, like, be serious and be emotional, and <laughs> it just did not work. I got two words for you. Pitch Black. <laughs> Pitch Black was a, was, a, was a good movie for what it was. And Vin Diesel was the lead in that. Yeah, I don't even... Did I see that? Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, so in this in this movie, he did not work for me. Um, he he was fine. It, it just yeah could have been some someone better. I think. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I, I you know the the plot's threadbare, and, and, and <laughs> I mean it's actually quite a bit of plot, but it's also threadbare at the same time. Uh, and the acting is you know so so. But you know, again, I, I, not having seen any of these going into it, my expectations, I just kind of lowered them. And um, so I will say something, and this has nothing really to do with the movie, but I kept thinking, like, so why do I want to see this one all, like, all of a sudden after 20 years of not watching any of the other ones? And I think if I'm going to psychoanalyze myself, it's <laughs> I just I've missed going to the movies. Yeah. So I was like, OK, this seems like a, a dumb summer popcorn movie. You know, sure, I'll, I'll go. Um and the movie experience, I think, so uh, we went and saw this in St. Louis with a friend, and we had an experience. And Ryan, you also saw this, you know, with your family, <laughs> and you had an experience. And uh, I think, you, so what happened with your screening, Ryan? <laughs> so the um, about halfway through it, the, the screen decided to freeze on us, um, which is interesting because it was, you know, it's a laser projector. Um, so they're having some technical issues. Um, we got all free, um, uh, movie passes after that, which was, which was nice. So, and I got my, um, money back in a, in a sense. So <laughs> get to go back and see a different movie, but yeah, I, it, it was, uh, a fun experience. I think just probably because I've been craving to go back to the movies and, I, and I've been going since April, um, since everything started opening back up. But I've, I've been missing that, that experience, and I've been wanting to continue to go and um, ask my dad if he wanted to go see it with me because I know that he really likes these movies. He has a fun time with, with these action flicks. And, and then I forgot that all my siblings really liked the movies, and then they all jumped in and said, we all want to come too. So, so we all kind of went as a group. Um, so, yeah, it was just it, 
yeah, it was a, it was a lot of fun. Um, lowered my expectations, got out of it what I expected to get out of it, and had mm-hmm. a good time. <laughs> yeah. And in our screening, they had to kick a guy out because he was being loud and disruptive. <laughs> and, you know, honestly, if there was going to be a movie that I was attending <laughs> that that was going to happen at, I guess F9 would be <laughs> would be the one. Um, <laughs> so... But we got free movie passes as we, well. We did. Um, so, yeah, it, it's something for everyone. Um, so, score time. Um, Ryan, what do you give this out of 10? Um, I would give it a 6.8. Like I said, it's not the worst Fast and the Furious movie, um, but it's definitely not the best. Um, and uh, I, had a, I had a fun time with my family, and um, it was good going back to the movies. Okay. Ashley? Okay. And uh, I'm just going with a straight six. And so our score is a 6.1. And it's on a tomato meter. Uh, The the critic uh, average score is uh, actually a fresh 60%. And then uh, the audience score is 82%. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's a 6.1 from us. And thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you.